Welcome everybody to another episode of the King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, and breaking bread. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Brown cow, huh? Brown. Yo, a lot of animal references. <laughs> Cat head. Cat heads, turtles. Turtles, brown cow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, hey, We don't uh, even need liquor to, to freaking have a good time. That's uh, what they say. Speak for yourself. Because <laughs> according to people, I've been extremely mean lately. <laughs> you ain't the only one. Oh, man. Um, yo, so this is another episode of the King's Table where it's all about bourbon. Brotherhood. And breaking bread. Yes, sir. Let's get into this conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a, a, a guest in the building. Yes, sir. We got a guest in the building. You want to tell the people who you is? Absolutely. My name is Ricky Dukes. Ricky I'm Dukes. financial specialist here. The CLT, baby. Queen City. Come on, man. That's how we get down, baby. Byway of uh, <laughs> Chicago, San Antonio, and then most recently <clears throat> Seattle. So oh, wow. Traveled a little bit. Been married. Uh, and I have six amazing kids. Six. Golly. Yeah. How many boys? Tell them. Five. Shit. Shit. They don't buy nice. Y'all can't have nice things around there. No, right. <laughs> I know you can't have nice things. Yo. You gotta learn to take your socks off. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn to take your socks off. Oh, man, man, look, if I had five boys running around the house, I would be crazy, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not drinking now, and and I got like the the shakes. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine if you had five boys running around? Right, how much you'd be drinking? It's tough. Man. I know you got a big yard. <laughs> big yard. Go outside till yeah. you smell like dirt. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's a good life, man. I got one little princess. Yeah. She's amazing. Where's she at in age? Where does she fall? She is a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, wow. So youngest. she's the baby. Second youngest. Second youngest. Oh, wow. Like a, one and a half months old. Too. Oh, my Shit. gosh, bro. Yeah, Congratulations, Shit. man. Shit. <laughs> Congratulations. So you in this thing for another 18. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. 38. 38. Yeah. Y'all old Man. niggas still trying to have kids yeah. in the streets. I'm done. I ain't having no more. I'm you done. want it done? I don't yeah. do that. We're gonna we gonna adopt. That's what I want to do. Oh, I want to adopt number two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She had six kids, five <clears throat> boys, and a princess. Golly. I'll tell you, my brother. I'm bald as fuck off of three boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I was bald before Matt was born. So. <laughs> I definitely see the So how, how do you manage, like, how do you, uh, how do you manage being a dad, all those kids doing everything, you know, like, how do you cope? Mm. How yeah. do you deal with it? Uh, I smoke crap! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that would be even stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, routine, man. Mm-hmm. Routine is everything. Um, yeah, like, and as 
young as they are. So that I didn't tell you the ages. Mm. Actually, yeah, 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 that's I important. Nine, eight, seven. Uh, nine, eight, no, I'm sorry. Nine, nine, eight, Damn. six, four, two, one and a half months. My God. God. Okay. One All that, single that, digits. Yeah. I got teenagers, right? <laughs> and they're they're approaching out of the house age soon. Yeah, yeah. So back I all single digits? Yeah. Shit. Bro. <laughs> From Bro. an insurance, right? Mm. Uh, the day that I'm fearing is when they all start driving. Mm. Oh. Fuck that. Ooh. So yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. They're gonna have to get jobs. But to answer your question, they can routine is everything. So mm-hmm. they know what their routine is. They get right. up in the morning, they go brush their teeth, all of them, they piss at the same time around the toilet. <laughs> so it fights. They, they, <laughs> they do. They piss on each other, and then I hear screaming, you know, and then there's pee on the wall, shit on the floor. So, yeah. um, but then they clean it up eventually. I don't have to go in that bathroom. That's their bathroom. <laughs> so they go make their bed, they get dressed, and uh, it's time for school, you know? <laughs> oh, this is on a school day? <laughs> yeah, just a regular Wednesday. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a regular Bro. day. That's, that's just does day. your wife just have like a different interest to the house so she won't even see it? She just goes straight to the bedroom? Uh, she's not a morning person. So she doesn't deal with stuff like that anymore. She said, I bring her coffee and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just come out of here, take care of the ones that still need, you know, mm-hmm. to be fed. God, I can't provide and more uh, power to her, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she but she's a night person, so <clears throat> nighttime routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. falls on her too. After like, you know, actually this is Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. That is crazy. So I'm like I said, if that was me, I'll be. I mean, I already drink quite a bit, but shoot, I'll be going crazy. Like right now, yeah. if, could you imagine if you couldn't drink and you had all that going on? Yo, man, I'll, I'll be, be messed up, bro. <laughs> shaking. I'll be, you in the hard Hey, man. Right? Right. <laughs> you should hear the drugs he just does on the regular days. <laughs> Once again, this it's is the King's table. We do not, <laughs> we do not endorse <laughs> <laughs> non recreational drug use. Oh man! Uh, but no, nah, yeah, I, oh man, I don't know. Can I, 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 can I be you, honest man. though? Can I be honest? Yeah, so man. like, for 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 me, <clears throat> for me, I found especially like on my rough days, like having a sip. It, it, it like mellows me out and I'm able to manage and deal yeah, with the kids. Absolutely. Is that bad? Is that child abuse? No, that's not child abuse. All right, just making sure. <laughs> you abusing them? Oh, they do. So that's how I put them to sleep. <laughs> nah, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> nah I, I feel I feel like it just takes it just takes the edge off to kind of like make you have a different perspective. Mm. Like it really ain't that serious. Mm. And I just go about my business. <laughs> No, I do the same thing. <clears throat> you know, come home, have a sip or two. Man, I can't hear any long time. Man, look. I'm gonna come back in just to mellow out. <laughs> yeah. I want to see this other side of the fence. Yeah. I mean, because the, the, the thing is, like, you deal with, like, I deal with people all day. I'm in, mm-hmm. you know, service industry kind of like you are. And, um, man, people are petulant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I come home. 
I try not to bring that stuff with me. <clears throat> but sometimes the best way to disconnect from it, you know, is um, wild turkey. Liquid meditation. You know what I mean? Little Maker's Mark. You know, it's just it's a beautiful thing, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's my medicine. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's my meditation. Yeah. That's my meditation. They, <laughs> they lucky I don't wake up drinking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 20, my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not my story. Yo, uh, the, yeah, I'll be honest with you. Can can nobody don't tell nobody. No, no, ain't don't nobody gonna hear this. Alright, cool. So like the 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 latter of December, um, the latter of December, yeah, I was drinking in the morning. <laughs> I was. Were you going to work the same day? No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. In fact, one day I did vacation. One day I did. So one day I did, because I really didn't want to deal with this client. And <clears throat> yeah, I really didn't want to deal with the client. And I know if I was sober, yeah. if I approached him sober, I would went off on him. Yeah. So, you know, I had a, I had a, a little, a little, uh-huh. a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little taste. So in, in, in talking to him, he's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Cause you, we usually go back and forth. Right. <laughs> he's like, everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> Chilling. For, for, for your sake. Right. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it, it I do find, I do find it, uh, it's not a part of the routine. Well, I guess it is a part of the routine. Yeah, finding finding your space and finding, I guess, your medicine. Yeah, um, to kind of like relax, take the edge off a little bit. Um, some people may say it's not healthy. I I argue to 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 the grave that a it ain't killing me, so it, it's helping you stronger. Me. I say so, yeah. Anything in moderation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well, it depends on if he's out of town or not. Right. Uh, <laughs> about those people who yeah. like drink a lot and then they go cold turkey. Yeah. And then their body shifts and adjusts it. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, it's not physically. Well, you know what? I I would say this past week is the first week where I really like. I'm really feeling the. Um, I won't call it withdrawals, mm. but like, cause I do come home and have a sip. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, I'm I'm like irritable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The like, I'm, yeah, it's the, the yeah, it's like yeah, the shakies. Yeah. yeah, like Saturday, man. Like just just working, doing stuff at the house and managing the kid. Then I had to work because I was sick last week. So then I had to work all day Saturday, dealing with you know one of my clients is kind of like indecisive, mm. and so I'm like. I really, I, I, as I was driving home, I'm like, man, as soon as I get home, I'm about to pour me a drink. And then I was like, it's dry January. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink nothing. Yeah, I'm going home and drink some tea. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I was I was just irked the whole night at home. You know what I'm saying? With my kid, my wife, everybody. I'm like, man, it lucky it ain't no dog in here because I'm about to kick the dog. Kick the shit out of it. <laughs> I was hurt the whole night. Yeah. So, so I'm how, starting how to feel do you like, shake the shakies? <clears throat> I'm trying to figure that out. I, I think the best thing for me really is um, to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Like have a plan for your day. Because, you know, y- you don't know what's going to pop up. And if you have set aside no time for the things that are going to distract you, like you're going to be off. Mm-hmm. Like, my coach is always like, you need to set aside 20 to 30% of your time 
for the things that you for un, what he calls unplanned distractions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, that's a weird thing. I can't, you know, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. But this month I started doing that, putting that on my calendar. <clears throat> and even like today, somebody popped up and was like, yo, I need you to do an appointment at 430. And luckily I just, that lock in my calendar was was open, you know, for unplanned distractions. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can do it. So is that planned time was the same time every day? No, it it can move. It's just based on what you got going on. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So some people, they call it focus time, which I think focus time you should allot for something different. Mm-hmm. I but like, I like that, what you said, though, that you, you allow for that. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's awesome. But also the, the fact that you have a plan for the day, means that the, it might not even be right that you've accomplished the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But if you have one or two major things that you're focusing on throughout the day, right. like I'm going to do something that a major project I'm trying, I'm trying to try to nibble away at it. Yeah. My coach mm-hmm. was texting me like while we were in the apartment. I'm like, hey, you know, this is good that you've even gotten me Right goal, you've you've gotten to this goal, but that's mm-hmm. not you know, it's it's discouraging if there's stuff you haven't gotten to the you haven't accomplished the major goal. Yeah, so, yeah. that's important. It, it's very important. I mean, because you know, my whole purpose of doing Dry January is to go into the year with clarity, to have like more mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been you know just reading. And, you know, I've been just, you know, like not drinking and stuff like that just to try to stay as clear-headed as possible so I can understand, like, my roadmap. But <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, some day, like this past few days has been, it's been rough. So so f- for me, I had to leave the house last, <clears throat> last week. Yeah. Um, I have... I have liquor everywhere <laughs> on top of my fridge. I got, um, yeah, I have, you got the display. I got a little, sh- I got the, a display. I got a little stash. So last week I was like, oh man, I, I just can't be here. And it was too early for me to go to bed. And I'm sitting there watching, watching a, um, a movie. They're sipping on bourbon. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I got to leave the house. Yeah. I ended up leaving the house, left for a couple for uh, for like two hours, and, and came back, went straight to bed. Yeah. Um. So so for me, like filling that time. So I like to run. Yeah. And that's um for me to take back a little bit. For me, yes, the clarity, but also to build up discipline. Right. To to say no to things that I really like, things that I find pleasure in, just to to give it a hard no, <clears throat> and to also. Replace those with healthy habits. So for me, I've been running a lot more. Yeah. So I've been running three times a week. That's good. That's amazing. Either in the morning or at nighttime. That's I'm amazing. gonna run my two to four miles that day that I run. Um and it's and it's it's been it's been super helpful for me. Yeah. Minus <laughs> minus having the shakies last Wednesday. Um yeah, I just had to leave the house. Yeah. And it was too late for me to run. Right. Plus the temperature drops like crazy. Yeah. But um but yeah, I just been trying to fill my fill my mind, fill my time up with um with healthy habits. Yeah. Um and the discipline to say no. And I deliberately leave the liquor on top of my fridge so I can see it. Right. I do the same thing. Because it, it, it helps sharpen my discipline. Cause yeah, it's the option is there. Right. Oh, so you didn't you don't even remove it. Nope. It stays. Right. In fact, every time I'm in the kitchen, I look at the bottle like, yo, 
February 1st, yeah. you and I, yeah. <laughs> we have a, a night together. Fact, cigars, <laughs> cigars and bourbon. So I, I, I smoked a cigar. I smoked a cigar, and I was looking for my my glass because mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a hand-in-hand. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> Fuck the cigar. <laughs> Yo, I went to a party, right, and... I kind of, I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't go because the guy who's, it, it was his birthday and he makes drinks, you know, he'll have a little wood chip smoker, smoke some mm-hmm. bourbon old fashions mm-hmm. and like, they got like a full bar at the house, you know, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to show love for his birthday, you know, and I went in there and yo, they was ridiculing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, dry January. Are you crazy? Man, let me mix you something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then they were doing the toast. Even my wife was taking shots. I'm over here with a she water bottle. Drink. She barely even drink. Now. Yeah, she was rubbing it in. <clears throat> but you talk about coping things. Like another thing that I've I've been using a lot more frequently is uh, we got a rower at the house and a heavy bag, and I've been going in there for like 30 minutes and just go ham. You know what I'm saying? Just because I think physical activity is important. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I noticed, I got these crazy, crazy like sugar cravings mm. now. You know what I'm saying? That I didn't have. Uh, yeah. Yo, same here. You know who's yeah. been my best friend? What's that? Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Hey. Yeah. Buy them snacks. Buy them snacks. Eat <laughs> <laughs> them snacks. Yo, I've like, been buying lemonade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can't do sweet drinks, but oh the candy. She. So here's the question for you, man. So mm-hmm. you said you, you, you're disciplined in a sense. Mm-hmm. How are you passing that down to your kids? Oh, that's a good one. So for my kids, I, I always, I've always preached discipline and healthy habits. Mm-hmm. The first discipline is yo wake up, make your bed. You you won. That's the first win of the day. Mm-hmm. Forget brushing your teeth. That's routine. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but doing something that you may not want to do, like, yo, make your bed and write out what you have to do today, whether it's goals or or, or if you know you got to go to school, shoot, just write school down. You got track practice, write track practice. Got to go to work, write work. That's the second win for the day. So <clears throat> I've always been trying, because for me, I grew up with a lot of unhealthy habits. I grew up um, disciplined. I'm, I'm a pretty disciplined person, but it's offsetted with, with a lot of bad habits. So with my habits, I would never want to pass my habits down to my kids. So I've always been preaching to them, let's build healthy habits. Um, do things that that you don't want to do, but it's going to make you better. Um, even with sports, like, there was a po- point in time, like, my, my son didn't want to play ball no more. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. you're you going to play ball. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, what, else, what else is there for you to do? You could you could take on music or take on another discipline, but this discipline that you that you have to learn now is like yo, you gotta stick to stick yeah. to what's 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 helping you. That's good. I mean, it's good that you that you pass that kind of stuff down to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, it's you know how people always say like whether you know it or not, the kids are watching you. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying, and that that's important, man. And and also my fault, <clears throat> reading. Yeah, because. My my daughter, she always loved to read. 
there was a, a, a period in time where she fell off, where mm-hmm. she stopped reading. Correct. So, I, your baby girl, why, why you ain't reading as much? Oh, I, I don't want to. So I make sure they see me read. Yeah. So I'll sit downstairs or I'll, I'll, I'll sit on the bed with my door open so they could see that I'm reading something. Gotcha. So they could see, like, you know, it's, it's not just me telling you to do stuff, but you see me actively doing it as well. Yeah. That's good, man. Reading is fundamental. I think that's I think it's important that we we made that a part of this whole dry January experience mm-hmm. is like staying dedicated to reading some stuff. Hey, if you Kanye read I mean? them contracts. <laughs> it looked like he just signed another one. <laughs> well, I hope he read that contract. <laughs> you know what? No, I ain't I'm not going there. Well, that's what that's another <laughs> conversation. I, nah, t- touch it, touch it real quick. No, nah. pause my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's parts are pause. away. Guys. Everybody's parts are away. Ain't that kind of podcast? <laughs> Ain't that type of table? But no, nah, I mean he definitely. Uh, it seems like to me he's like chasing. You know what I mean? It's like he's chasing his tail a little bit with the the different women that he's been involved with. But aren't those habits though? Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely got happy. I think also though he's a, he's a troll, mm-hmm. and I think he may be trying to troll his ex wife. But I think those trolling traits are habits that he has. Because yeah. I, I don't think he could not troll. No, I don't think he can't. I, I think. Yeah, and I think he needs that attention. Yeah, he needs that attention. Yeah, for sure. You know, see, that you was ever a, heard more power uh, to him. So uh, I'm a product of public school, <laughs> and. <laughs> I didn't gra- graduate college. All right. <laughs> so we got to take some of these words yeah. down. Yeah. Ken said a big word earlier today. I'm about to Google that. Ken Creech. I'm going to read it real quick. Ken Creech, say it again. Hey, 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 my kids are still learning to read because they're sure. later. Yeah. Whatever. So uh, this is what, this is amazing. If you have an opportunity to read this, there's a hundred of them, but I'm going to read it the first time for you guys. We were going over it last night at dinner. Because people will do almost anything to stay in their comfort zone. If you want to accomplish anything, get out of your comfort zone. Strive to increase order and discipline in your life. Discipline usually means doing the opposite there's more to it, mm-hmm. but when you were talking about that, like forcing yourself out of the thing that you want to do the most, mm-hmm. that's so powerful because it's real easy if you listen to David Goggins, or yeah, mm-hmm. any of those people, you like go to their, your darkest place and just stay in there until you're okay with it. Right. That shit, like, will have you fucked up. Yeah, it will for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds will. like what you guys are doing. Yeah. God bless you both. Yeah. But um, I was trying to listen to him last week while I was, I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Right, right. <laughs> you can't do it while you're in the dark nah. place already. Nah. You gotta be okay. I had to put on some music, man. Like, <laughs> but, David Goggins, man, I'm gonna, wait till I see. I'm going right. to catch up to you and slap you. <laughs> but, you know, also you got to take into consideration, I mean, he's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those those yeah, people man. are unusual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're un- I, There's not many people. I, and I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm willing to say this because I was in the military. There are not many people that I've actually been afraid of that I've met in person, but every Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. every Green Beret, they on the list. You know, they different. This I, those are not human beings. They different. I throw on 
any Chinese nigga that want to fight and slap yeah. their knees. They different, <laughs> man. They different. <laughs> My fault. It's a Kevin, you, it's a Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I think, though, one thing is that um, is important is to have something that you can do as, like, a hobby. Like, something to help you kind of just just do something. Yeah. You know? And part of reading I was doing last night um, in the book I'm, book I'm reading by Brett McKay is it was, uh, they got a portion on industry. Like, men, you know, like, we are industry. We should have industry. We should be industrious. We can do stuff. And one of the, the things I was reading, the essays, was about having a hobby. And the, the writer, as a matter of fact, I, I got the book with me. I'll find it real quick. Um, but y'all can talk so we don't run out. But I love the fact that both of you talked about utilizing physical activity as a way to not, oh, yeah. not go on a mental state. Uh, yeah, it's, it's important. Because if, if your body is doing something, that means your mind is busy. Um, so even even like like for me, <clears throat> it's not a, it's not, a, well, I guess it is a hobby that I wish I practiced or did more, but it's painting. Oh, yeah. Um, but what's crazy is for me to enjoy painting, I gotta be sipping something. <laughs> <laughs> so I try. I, I pulled out my. This is art piece that I'm working on now. Um, in fact, I've been working on it for the past shoot since June, July. Yeah, for a while. I've been working on it for a while, and um, I pulled it out, and I was like, yeah, because there ain't no way in the world I'm gonna be able to contribute to this <laughs> to this piece. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sober. I, I can't. You gotta be in the right. I gotta be in the element. Cause you know, it's it's a vibe. Yeah. You know, painting is a vibe. Um, so I, I I guess I gotta find a hobby that I enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Being man. sober. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't involve right. You, you the, keep running, man. You'll be like Forrest Gump. This, so this this essay I was reading, um, is called uh, "Improvement: The Improvement of Spare Moments." Um, and one of the things that I highlighted here, the writer says. Every young man should have a hobby to occupy his leisure hours, something usual, something useful to which he can turn with delight. It might be in line with his work or otherwise, only his heart must be in it. If one chooses wisely the study, research, and occupation that a hobby confers will broaden his character and transform his home. And I was thinking about that. Like, for me, one of the hobbies that I picked up um, is hunting. And so recently, in, in January this month, I went out and like sat in in a tree stand looking for this this one particular deer that I I knew I it wasn't gonna come out there, but just like just sitting there, no cell phone, no nothing, just with my own thoughts for for hours, mm-hmm. and it was kind of cool, you know what I mean? It was kind of cool because you just you seeing wildlife, you hearing wildlife, it started raining. And I was completely alone. You know how David Goggins talks about, you know, go to your dark place yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But for me, it was like being completely alone, vulnerable, just sitting there like, if if this opportunity happens and I can take advantage of it, then I got to figure out what I'm going to do, with, like physically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I may have to take this thing out of here. So it, it was a very, it was kind of an invigorating experience to be in a kind of a vulnerable space. Of course, you know, I mean, we got modern tools that, that we can use and stuff like that. But also, um, 
just going outside for me is like just the thing I think that that helps me just cope because I'm always on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm always connected, you know what I'm saying? So I started, you know, I found myself being out and having uh, my earbuds in, doing, you know, listening to music and podcasts and stuff. And so now I'm trying to be more intentional about just like taking that stuff away even. Mm-hmm. And just even if you just like sometimes I just go in my backyard mm-hmm. and just like hear just, just, just hear be stuff. one with nature, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Just to, mm, just to I, deal with the noise. I, I tend to find more clarity when I'm outside. Yeah. And, and one with the elements. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a little, when I when I meditate in the mountains, it's a little scary. Because yeah. I, I do like to put my trust in, in God. Right. If my time, I fall off, cool, whatever. But um, <clears throat> I remember took took one of my guys and his kids out hiking with me and my kids and my kids are like, oh, okay, he's just going, dad's going to do his thing, go out on the edge and listen to a little bit. So I took my guy, my guy kept on calling me like, yo, E. <laughs> yo, then his kids was like, yo, come back. Yo, come back. I'm like, yo, just give me a few moments. And in and, and those moments of, of being vulnerable, yeah. of, yeah, you have somewhat control, but like anything could happen. So just to just for me putting my trust in the moment and just yeah. being one with the moment, not even thinking about who's calling my name, and just I, I think I find more. That's the only time that I could really practice mindfulness, like right. true, true mindfulness. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's things happen like life is going on, but this moment right here is the the only thing that I'm really concerned about. Right now. That's dope. Both of y'all said talked about about being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Oh Maybe shit! That's yeah. another. That's a whole different that's another, time. To me, that's a couple hours right Look, there. Raising a kid, and my and my child is not as old as you guys as kids, but it is the most vulnerable thing I've ever done in the sense that I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, and I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and I'm one of those people that's like like you know even as I tell you I like I I know a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I like to be, like, organized and, like, I'm going to do this at this time and this and that and the third. And that that experience throws yeah. all that out the window. Because yeah. everything about it is unpredictable. Yeah. It is and it, variable. And, and as, yeah. as a parent to teenagers, it doesn't change. Yeah. That's why I laugh. It mm-hmm. doesn't change. Yeah. As as new as um, it may be with a, a almost one-year-old right. or a couple of months old, it doesn't change that unpredictability. Yeah. Cause it's like they they have and I and I had to learn this and this is a part of being vulnerable. I had to learn this. My son and I got into an argument. Um, that he's like, Dad, I know you're upset that I'm growing up and you can't handle it. Wow. And I and I was on the defense. Wow. Then um I started thinking about it. Like, yo, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next day I had to I had to apologize. Like, yo, it's it's hard for you, for you to be my baby, but becoming a man, yeah. a, a young man. Yeah. So, like for me, as much as I, I think that I'm ready f- to let you go, to 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 spread your wings to get out the nest, it's it's hard because it's it's new for me. Yeah. Like one of my guys asked me before, um, do I do I think I've perfected parenting? Mm like with at my kid's age and I thought I told him I, I need a couple of days to think about it. So no, immediately my response was, yeah, cause I've been a parent for X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. And 
you know, I think I got it. But then I was like, nah, I need some time to really think about it. Yeah. And it's like, yo, ev- every day is new. Yeah. Like parenting uh, a 17 year old is not pa- like parenting a 16 year old, right. parenting a 15 year old, 14. And the personalities. Yeah. I got at least 20 different personalities. <laughs> I bet, man. I, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. is up with yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Time of day. They're mad. Yeah. They don't eat. They don't sleep. And then each of the personalities comes out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sprinkle in a little bit of wifey. Mm-hmm. Right. Pure chaos. Yeah. I love it. Bro, that's crazy. I, I, I think I, I think it's, it's it. important to be vulnerable with yeah. our children. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all like, I don't know if y'all grew up like I grew up, but I wasn't, like being vulnerable was, was, was shunned upon. Yeah. And saying so it, it wasn't something that um if how you're feeling, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Your thoughts, if it ain't if it ain't masculine thoughts, mm-hmm. I'm saying keep it to yourself. Right. Um and it wasn't up until I was like in my in my mid twenties, I had like a breakdown. You know, just being a single parent, um, I had a breakdown and I was among a group of brothers, like older men, like some elders, um, and, and it was in that moment. I realized why I was so angry mm-hmm. yeah. in life mm-hmm. at 26 years old. Yeah. So I'm saying from that moment of being, it, it was a, a moment of awakening, and I was like, yeah, I got to break the cycle. Like, I can't always be tough. Right. I can't always, I'm saying, mask or hide my feelings, my emotions. My kids don't know me. Yeah. They just know me as as being a tough dad. Yep. I, I cry. I cry. Yep. Y'all may not see me cry, but I cry. Um. But yeah, being being vulnerable, I'm saying like it's it's super important because I don't want them to to like bottle things up and it comes out in anger, right? Or in a a, a bad habit or putting their hands on people to that because that's the only way they know how to express themselves. So um, it's it's important, man. Yeah, that is important. E- even my fault, I got feel like rambling. <laughs> e- even even like being vulnerable when it comes to women. Yeah, because. Um, damn, yeah, I got some, some ways to go. So, so like with, with my son, the con, well, shit, my son and my daughter, conversations we've had, um, we've been having, this was a tough conversation for me when and we was talking about like some of my previous relationships right. and why my relationships didn't work. Yeah. That's a hard conversation. Yeah. Cause you're the common denominator. Hey. It? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, you are. Let's be respectful. Let's be respectful. <laughs> are you not? It ain't always me, though. But you always in the relationship, regardless. But what if I'm not in the relationship? You are. You are. Like, oh, <laughs> See, like this, this is how most of <laughs> it's just energy. <laughs> it's just energy. Like they're just tapped into the energy, and you know they think that I'm there. I'm not really there. So you know, not um. So having those conversations, and and even with my my daughter being of age, um, where she's you know in the boys or whatever, telling her like, yo, this is who I used to be. So it's easy for me to see it from a mile away. Right. And I'm going to keep it funky with you. Mm-hmm. I ain't a sugarcoat. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. going to keep it funky. Yeah. So I'm saying like those, those con- and that leads them to ask questions. Right. And the more questions they ask is the, it gets a little uncomfortable, yeah. but I'm saying like, again, breaking, breaking cycles. Um, Cause of, again, I want them to be better than me. I want them to make better decisions than I've made. Um, 
So yeah, it's tough, man. Vo- vulnerability is tough. It's one of the hardest things ever. Yeah, to be vulnerable. Yeah. It is. So do you think that the, um, the suppression of our emotions? Do you think that that's a cultural thing, or is that oh yeah, a, yeah. A, a result of the being raised by baby boomers? You know what? So I, I it, that's an interesting question. I, I think it's two parts. So I think in a black community, like. If you show weakness, just because of our environment, a lot of times, mm-hmm. it's like if you walk around and you wear your weakness on the sleeve the way in our era, like nobody's going to respect that. You can't walk around talking about, oh, you know, I got anxiety. I got depression. Yep. It's like you better hide that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because somebody, somebody going to do you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, so that's one part of it. But I think that second part of it is like we were raised by a, a probably the last truly industrious mm-hmm. generation where they was just like, like my dad, you know, he just worked himself into an early grade. My mom worked herself into bad heart conditions and all this stuff. But they, their thing was this family has to eat. Mm-hmm. We got to have a roof over their heads. So we're going to work and work and work and work. Mm-hmm. And so there was no room for vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know we were getting foreclosed on the house until my mom's was like, yo, we about to move. And I'm like, why are we moving? You know what I'm saying? And in the moving truck, she explained to me that foreclosure had happened. You know what I'm saying? I think I was like 13 or 14, something like that. And I didn't even, you know, that wasn't even a concept. I'm like, this is our house. Like, what do you mean somebody's taking our house? You know what I'm saying? But they ain't even one closed. How'd they get to four? <laughs> yeah. And she just worked and worked and worked and worked, trying to work herself out the hole. And she never... I never saw her be vulnerable in the sense of like this thing is happening, and I'm sad. Yeah. If if I could throw this in there too, like cult- culturally, my so I'm first generation here, so my my folks came here and they didn't have time for for the emotions. I'm saying because all yeah all they knew was work, but trying to get acclimated and learn a new culture learn a new society, um, and to try to to find their place. Yeah. So what I'm saying, like, and Haitian men are are tough and emotionless. So that's how I grew up, tough and emotionless. Yeah. Um, not really, not really open to anything that's not masculine. Um, so if 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 there's sensitivity, yeah, you gotta suck it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't don't come around me telling me how you feel. Yeah. Like, go 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 over there. <laughs> right. Saying so, like, for trying to to learn a new culture, trying to learn um, how to fit in, and yeah, all they did was work. Yeah. So I'm the only entrepreneur in my family. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom's side. So like everybody either working medical, everybody got a job. Right. So when I branched off to be an entrepreneur full time, they're like, "Oh, my mother's the only one that oh you could do it, yeah. yay, you could do it." <laughs> Everybody else is like, "Yo, you crazy? You got kids?" Yeah, man. yeah. But it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I've been, I've been happy. Yeah, I've been the happiest. That's good. And I've gotten the furthest. Yeah, I love y'all. Y'all probably don't listen anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, yeah, so I've. I've because of the the journey of losing myself to find myself, right. I've been able to find like yo, I 
There's things, there's things in my mind that I know if I were to share with my family, they'll think I'm crazy. Yeah. 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 E- even even down to yo, the world is small. So I'm the, I'm also the only person that moved. Yeah. Out of state. Yeah. Right. But for me to say like, all right, cool. This is my plan. Yep. When I turn this age, when I turn this age, I'm leaving this country. Cause I don't want to be here. I live here for three years. I live there for three years. I live there for three years. And I'll just figure it out. Right. I'll be a beach bum, be a hobo. Yeah. I'll sell some. Coconuts. <laughs> Coconuts. <laughs> some grilled fish. Yeah, some grilled fish. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but vulnerability is it's important, man. It's, it's, it's super, super important. And and for me, I, I like the fact that my children have always been a part of my journey. Right. Um, they've, they've met mayors, governors. They've met millionaires. They've met... Um, They've met like uh, A-list celebrities, um, so every every experience that I've been fortunate with, I've always tried to to show my kids awesome. um, and have them be a part of the journey. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, actually showing them that there, there's a, a better there, there's another step up in life. Mm-hmm. There's a rise that is I hope so. I hope so. So, I mean, for the remainder of the month, I mean, we're, we're recording this on what, January 17th. Shit. We got two weeks, exactly two Ooh. weeks left. Two weeks left. Can can you make it? How you yeah. feeling about it? Yeah, I, I ain't got no choice but to make it. Yeah. I, I came this far. I think I'm going to be straight, too. I'll, I'll jump in with you guys. Yeah. The, the next two weeks. <laughs> for the next Consolation two weeks. prize. <laughs> Why? Why the fuck not? You know what? <laughs> Let's do it. I, I think it's it's been a so far it's been a, a great experience. It is definitely has had its challenges, but let me ask you this: Can you go longer than a month? I think I could. You know, you know, and I know we got to wrap this up, but you know what? I think the biggest struggle for me is um, I have social engagements. Mm. If I had no social engagements, like. I wouldn't have to drink. That's true. You know, I, and not not that I have to, but, you know, alcohol is, to me, alcohol is the single greatest social tool that I think has ever been invented. Because you get two guys in a room with a glass of bourbon, we can either change the world for good or we can destroy it. I don't know. It. I think cocaine is pretty social, too. Well, that in a different sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I don't partake in. It's a it's a party. <laughs> and on that note, but Ricky, man, thank you for coming through, man. You brought yeah, the energy big, today. Thank man. you for the insight as well. Energy, for sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to have to bring you back for a King's Table Fatherhood seminar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Got to do a whole series, man. Yeah. Looking forward to the bourbon too. That oh yeah. Would, that would be a bad thing. Oh yeah, it's, it's never a bad thing. Nah, it's been a pleasure, brother. It's been a pleasure. Well, this has been another episode of The King's Table. It's all about bourbon. Brotherhood. Breaking bread. Yes, sir.